In front of Western Empire, call sign Mav, I'm Thunderstruck and Dragon Leap, but Snap Dancer, 100 metres to go, still clear, I'm Thunderstruck wearing it down, Snap Dancer needs the line, but won it! Welcome to Vet Doctor Behind the Curtain, look at how pro punters operate, I'm your host Scoot, this show is brought to you by Top Sport and Punting Form, and I'm joined in studio, I'm back in God's country, I'm at the Gold Coast with... Johnny Walter. Mate, um, you've seen, I still see you got the split lips there from seeing Shaq last week. That's all right. Uh, good to see you back down here and good to see DK uh, living the life that everyone, you know, else should be living and, and I'm still in the dungeon on the Gold Coast. Just battling. i tell you what, big happy birthday to DK during the week. How are you, birthday boy? Oh, yeah. Um, what am I, 48 now? I'm feeling every, every single bit of it, but... Um... Oh, I've gone pretty hard for the last 30 years or so, you'd have to say. But uh, no, your birthday was good. I've got a good uh, good spoil. I won't say polish. That'll upset Walt's missus. I've got a good spoil <laughs> off the, got a good spoil off the missus and the kids and all that. So uh, that's half the fun when you when you when you got the kids and how they uh, handle. And um, yeah, went out for a beautiful beautiful lunch to Gimlet, as I said. So uh, that was lovely. Uh, all good scoop. What about you, Nico? How's the uh, the secondary car market? Have you found a car yet? Still no car, so uh, we're still battling there. But um, got to back a few more winners if we want to buy a car. By the seams of things, but anyway, um, <laughs> we're just we're just battling away down here at Melbourne. Wet tracks. Hopefully, it gets a bit drier on sort of Saturday and the next week. But um, yeah, it's been a bit cast down here recently. Mm. Good news uh, in Victoria. Uniform deductions. I see a few people blowing up saying they're still a bit uh, a bit steep. The deductions. How have you found the the deductions in Victoria, you lads? Uh, well, I only started what yesterday, or the day before, didn't I? And I, I haven't had a bet yet. Yeah, I've I haven't had, had a, I haven't look. Had a turn, Time to be handled. I'd, all my fresh in my mind was when I took four twenty something last week, and then the thing I was potting coming out, and I cop thirty cents out of that. So that's fresh in my mind at the moment. And anyway, so I'll wait till I um, wait till I uh, cop one of these new betmakers deductions. I see who betmakers are doing it, so I'm still um, holding my breath about that. But um, anyway, we'll see if you heard any. You've spoken to anyone who's. Who's uh, copped a deduction? I haven't had an early bet yet either, so I haven't sort of spoken to anyone. But um, I'm sure by Saturday there'll be a few few stories about it. There was some uh, pretty good feedback around our state of the game show with Richie Irvine. We won't go into too much detail, but uh, it seems to be doing the rounds now. I guess in the broader media. So hopefully change is coming. I know Tristan's a little bit more confident with RQ, which is good. And I did see a little note from uh, Riverbet. It's closed its doors. So Race Wani and Frank Hudson have thrown the towel in too hard basket which I thought was interesting. Those guys are pretty sharp bookmakers. If they can't uh, get it to work, I'm, uh, yeah, I guess our prediction might be right. It could be a house of cards, some of these uh, pop-up startups. Uh, DK. I would think Hudson oh, and Swanee are big turnover. Like they had mm. big clients, you know mm. what I mean? So the high turnover, they, they, that, that model is obviously the issue, I would say. Okay. DK? Yeah, well, just just back to the feedback on last week's show. I'm sure everyone said it was short and punchy and, you know, straight to the point. So that would have been the main feedback about that. But no, I was at, I had lunch with Frank. Um, I had a steak with him when a couple month ago. It wasn't at Scoot, and he was he was sounding alarm bells then. At um, after that initial sort of sugar hit, which happens with um, the new startups, that uh, it all looked like was going to get a bit hard, <clears throat> and they hadn't gone big on their startup costs like a lot of the others who've gone in with the betmaker stuff. That's not cheap. Um, they'd gone with the other uh, lesser software just to sort of dip their toe in the water and see how it was and. Um, from what he was going there, he said, "Well, this one might get a bit harder, especially with the um, few different uh, things coming up, like the national self-exclusion register, and um, having to go up, you know, on you know 10 a.m. on the trots to suit the sharps and all that sort of thing. It was all going to get a bit difficult to manage. So, um, and they're not big, 
like they're not big marketing types and they're not big um, Frank and they're the old fashioned bookies. They're not taking blokes out to lunch and trying to sign up a million clients and all that. So um, yeah, so it was no real surprise after what sort of Frank still be on the track, like still doing that sort of operation. Or well, Ray, they... I think Ray Ray will be one. Ray, yeah, Frank he's doesn't always out there. Frank, for how often you see Frank? I know he goes. To, he says he still goes to Warnable and still does a few odd meetings, but um, he um, yeah. So um, I assume they still enjoy it, but um, I think it was. Yeah, they weren't enjoying that. All right, we'll, uh, we'll push through because there's plenty of uh, good racing. And a quick look in the rearview mirror. The Memsey was an interesting contest. Uh, Snap Dancer won a waltz, uh, pinched it. Nice ride with Ethan Brown and uh, one of Nico's old horses on Thunderstruck came roaring down the outside but uh, was all over too late. Any horses to follow from last Saturday? Waltz, Snap Dancer, Everest Jesus horse, Christ. would you – I tell you, well, the best thing about Snapdance was the time and everything around it. Probably I thought to win the race it would have to sort of pinch it and he dead set. I don't know how they let that fell. I know he, he got it right kind of on Saturday, but um, he looks terrible on that, Ethan, whatever. But that horse is just a a, a freak. It, Are you serious? You pot like, me brown. Oh, mate, he's he's steady. He's steady. He rolled back the inside nearly fell off with 100 to go. It looked like a four-kilo claimer, but um, she's a good horse. Everest, can it win one? Maybe it's just me looking over the fence. Everest? Yeah. No. That's only one horse can win no. the Everest, can't it? That's about it. Yeah, probably. You wouldn't, yeah. Want to, you wouldn't be exactly. holding those seven slots. There's already five locked in. You wouldn't want to be holding the last seven slots, I tell you. Uh, there was a few. Um, not so much in the Memsey. Like, I'm Thunderstruck was really good. No, a bit sick for Scooty. He was he was in my DMs all week saying I'm Thunderstruck's immoral. So uh, Scoot nearly got the prize there. But, um, yeah, I thought Gentleman Roy ran really well first up. I think he'll probably be uh, riding one of his next starts. Uh, there was a few that were sort of pretty obvious that ran well. But, um. I'd be a little bit forgiving of Western Empire. I think he was ridden a bit upside down there. I wouldn't be shocked if he sort of bounced back and even alligator blood for the Maccabi Diva. I wouldn't be, sh- I wouldn't be shocked if that race is a bit more um, competitive than a few of the markets earlier saying. A few, a few of the horses there look over. There's Cascadian rattling really well. So, yeah, looking forward to that. And it, there might even be a chance Animo comes down for the Maccabi Diva if there's everything sort of falls his way and uh, doesn't go to plan in Sydney. So, um, yeah, it's all starting to heat up in Melbourne. You just, I hate that. So we, we had about two weeks we hadn't mentioned that horse's name. He had to bring it up. And I'm only just trying to fire me up, Nico, but anyway. It's his uh, spring, DK. Oh, it's please, his spring. Please, please, don't get me started, mate. Benno, Benno, Benno just flew past him after the line the other day and it was back on the inside. Like, mm, that's it. Anyway, don't get me started. Worry about it next time he runs. Um, <laughs> old Timmy Clark will be down there to ride that horse in two weeks. I'll better be interesting. He sort of looked after it. Um, it was a bit of a weird ride. Which horse? Uh, Alligator blood, like uh, obviously didn't have a lot of luck. He sort of looked after him. I don't think Gay was not have been uh, trying in the sort of the alligator camp. Uh, I don't think they're out there to win on the weekend. So can't wait to see it on a bigger track. What were you going to say, DK? Warwick, Warwick Nabil. There's a couple, although a couple, a couple were in all right at Warwick Nabil, Nico. That's where I was watching. Um, a thing called Captain Envious. The thing uh, Paul Pushka got off uh, Danny O'Brien, staying type. First up, first up, first up for him at a mile. Sort of rounded them up like a nice horse, and Pushka's horses generally improving to their preps onto bigger traps up in distance. I thought he was one for the punters, and there was a first starter there. Oh, you might have sent her off the trials, but drew barrier 12 or 12, Shipstern, Corstens. Um, barrier 12 or 12, and they still wanted to back it, like started 6-4 to four against a thing that was rock solid, and it, it rounded them up as well, so it might it might have plenty of talent. So um, for the uh, black bookers, for the people who, uh, you know, $3 is the same at Rock and Bill as it is in Caulfield, so... Um, Try to chalk them down. I we thought saw they a might be pretty hot tops. combo going around at Warwick Nabil, didn't we? The end all back, punching yeah. a few rounds for Pruska. That, that was good. Be... I was looking, well, my, the first favourite, I thought I was six to four or, you know, might even get, you know, a bit better. And um, no, they, they threw it up at evens or something, so sort of killed that. But um, yeah, Yendall, the old, he's back, Yendall, and um, he's been, because he hasn't been venturing far from home, writing all his work, so he's been 
riding Pushkin. That is a dream team, the Pushkin and because Pushkin's been cactus because he's, he's just got C. Pauls and he hasn't got any riders, you know, so follow his horses maybe into the, into, the, into the early part of the spring in the bush. Good little uh, egg flip there. And uh, my tip is punningform.com.au. It's uh, got a nice little black book service and it's the ultimate comparison tool so you can get uh, the class benchmark sectionals and uh, check out all the dual noms and things like that. So without punning form, I, uh, I think you're guessing a touch. Uh, a little bit of uh, track scan this week. We'll, uh, we'll put the first uh, image up or it's a... Uh, I tell you what, I don't know. I might have the. Oh, can't be over five dollars. That. Tell you what, that's that's DK's uh, happy birthday lunch at Gimlet. That's that's the that's the the lobster. The entree. (laughs) That was the wood fired, the wood fired rock lobster, Walt. The wood fired rock lobster, magnificent. Just straight. That was on the back off the steak tartare with the anchovies. That that just set us up for him to brush home on the lobster and. uh, Oh yeah, was he any good Gimlet? Oh yeah, hard to beat. Value that was value over under how much it was, but it was value, especially I reckon it's value compared to that brisket roll. Anyway, what's the go with the uh, the brown stuff through the lettuce? There is that. Uh, what's that? What's going on there? It's no good. Where the, sal- the rocket is, not it? And the mesquite. Yeah, the, the salad. Oh, yeah, it was chips, brown, chips and salad. Like I don't know what sell sort of salad it was, but uh, that came that came with the steak tartare. The, uh, uh, yeah, I think this is the this is the winner for the week. This is a real track screen. This is fifteen bucks. Beef brisket, fried onions, and slaw, and that's at the Mooney Valley members. So you got to wash the glasses after it to get the discount or something. Oh, What's wow, the go? Just perched up at the bar there. <laughs> I tell you what, it looks like my old man because he's got two schooners lined up there. He's had half of one while he was pouring the other. That's what it looks like. Definitely, my old man would be doing that. If fifteen dollars, that would want to be melting in your mouth. That brisket, it looks a little bit like meatloaf to me. A little bit thick there, so it would would want to be you know that oh geez you know soft and melting your mouth. Proper brisket with a bit of fat through it and all that. So um, it'd be a taste test there, $15. I'll tell you what, that, you know, you wouldn't say that's value, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. Got a little video here. DK, run us through this uh, this little bit video here, the uh, the steak tartare. Can we get that oh, up on screen? Oh, the video. You got the video off the, off, off the missus. So, this, so the steak tartare, the, uh, the the beautiful raw Wagyu steak, and he... Puts the puts the uh, the aioli in the uh, makes it makes it he makes it all at the table and then um yeah he said I he said anchovies and I thought oh yeah I don't mind anchovies put them on top well the anchovies really if you put a little bit of anchovy on top of the steak tartare sets it off sets it off flavour bomb Walton Walt you flavour bomb absolute flavour bomb the anchovies so um yeah that was an absolute treat comes to the table and prepares all that and uh, yeah you get your get your fries and your your bit of um. Oh, these beautiful sort of toasts, the really thin toast you can sort of put it on as a, not a pate sort of thing, but oh, magnificent, the steak tartare. And you go, you gotta, you gotta find it when you, uh, when you get to the, the French joints, the grouse joints, hard to beat. I would have said, uh, the bill might somewhere be, be I think 500 would be too steep. I think the line would be 425 if there's just two years. 425, 450, I reckon that mark. What do you reckon? No, about? No, five, 600 plus. He's drinking red. Oh, when it comes to those joints, it's all how hard you go on the wine. You know that, Scooty. So we sort of bit up a bit on the wine. It was my birthday, and my missus was shouting. So, um, so he got the sommelier over, and some, got the sommelier, and uh, said, "Oh, we're going to have the uh, lobster and the steak tartare. What do you recommend?" And, uh, he said, "I drink Chardonnay." And he said, "Oh, Pinot." Pino. So I had a beautiful Pinot from um, down the Mornington Peninsula tractor joint, whatever it's called. Ten minutes by by tractor. You heard of it, Nico? It's beautiful wine. They make beautiful wine down there. So had a lovely uh, bottle of red, and then got into the. Uh, oh, we had, an, had to have the affogato. Had the brush home on the affogato with the liqueur and everything, and then I got a beautiful uh, port, a lovely port there, and then 
then down to the Western, down to the Western for an espresso martini straight after that. <laughs> oh, Mind me the old days. Mark right. Reed used to live in the Western when when we had when I worked for IAS and we had some we had a Christmas party there. He lived in the penthouse upstairs, so brought back some memories popping into the Western for an espresso martini scoot. I could have easily settled in there, tell you that. So no, very nice. My wife looked after me a treat on the birthday, so it was lovely. Outstanding. All right. We've settled into the show. Everyone's nice and warmed oh, up. Let's let's Beck and I had three oh. sausages and shared a Hulk juice that <laughs> night. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just shows you teetotalers miss out, I tell you. Absolutely miss out. She can't believe it. She's never had the Hulk juice. She's on the eight-week challenge at the moment, so no sugar in that. She's had a Hulk juice the other day. She's like, what? Why, what, what how good? How long has this been going? She likes it now. Sugar-free cordial for uh, those new to the show. Lime cooler cordials, the Hulk juice. Manscaped for those new to the show. I tell you what, I just whacked this up the beak and now my nose is nice and clear. Coming into the warmer weather up here at the Gold Coast, it's fantastic, and uh, you can just get the pills uh, done with the lawnmower. So twenty percent off manscaped.com. Uh, you get the lawnmower and the weed whacker uh, for under a hundred bucks. Twenty percent off if you put in little birdie as the code. It is absolutely brilliant. So no embarrassing moments if you're trying to chat up a, a bird in a bar or uh, the missus if uh, you're on a good thing. Uh, she'll love you even more with uh, the manscaped. So make sure you check that out. Today's show. We'll get there eventually. Is Don is great. Uh, no joy on uh, Gold Coast Show Day. So a bit of a horror show for poor old Donny. Bit of bad luck there. Back two horses and uh, weren't the best rides. There's a fair bit of banter through the twistphere. But um, I guess one for DK because uh, it's been a, it's been some interesting things happen with uh, some jockeys in some real you know low lower grade racing at the moment. One bloke might have uh, might have done his career. Uh, how do you cop? How do you cope with the uh, bad rides in the lower grade racing? I pull my hair out a lot, but um, there seems to be a lot more pilot error versus the, that in the big races. Are you talking to Walt? Talk to me? No, or you, oh, DK. Well, how do you handle it? Uh, well, or is it, is it a good thing? You find more winners. No, we don't We don't really have that problem down here. Like, I can't remember the last time I blew up about a ride down here. Because you got, I mean, even you got the A graders and then you got the B graders, but you've got blokes like Jay Mott who just rarely get it wrong and things like that. And the, I was just trying to think, Saturday Provincial is probably the one where you get the sort of C graders and then you've got to make a decision, where's the horse going to map? And, you know, can this bloke just do the job? So um, if you're going to back an average jock from a wide barrier from a horse who's going to set middlefield or worse, well, you know what you're going to get. But if he's, you know, if he's going to go forward and, you know, you just it's just taking it. Like our, our riding stocks down here are so strong that, um, I know there's a couple of blueing about rides yesterday. Things got back or Cyclone Sally or something. Nico, were they blueing, blueing about it? But you know, it sort of it wasn't it wasn't an A grader, was it? Like a, that's apprentice. It's like an apprentice. Missed so, the start and then sort of she went forward after that. But yeah, I think yeah. But people who follow my stuff, I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking for jockey upgrades, not jockey downgrades. You know, that's a, a lot of the time. And or you know, the, the good jockey sticks after having a feel for the horse and then not going right start before. So I, yeah, I've I've um. Yeah, I've been through all that, mate. I've scooped. I mean, I'm an old, 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 old timer at it now. But I used to blow up big time about the riders and and things like that. But I've, I've sort of gone all past that now. Yeah, can New South Wales is completely cast <laughs> the horses, the jockeys. <laughs> like once you get out wide, it's it's cast. Like you, you honestly, if you you got to hope for a three out of ten, <laughs> and then you you're like you've 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 backed a winner, and then the horse has got to win. It's not good. Speak, speaking of three out of ten, what 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 happened to Grace and Harmony? It felt like Australia was on it. What went wrong there? Waller, you know, <laughs> you give it a bad ride. It was in the wrong spot, but like the way the track turned out was horrific. Like that inside mm. section, but the horse has gone eight hundred out. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. And the weird part is, there's money for them. You know, like they just drive you mad. You just can't work that stable out. But you never wanted to be on it from an inch out. And 
And then even like if you want to use your uh, cynical brain and go back and work out what might have happened or what horse maybe was more fancy, that really makes sense. I just mm. can't. That's stable. just drives you mad. Beautiful. I'm no doubt you'll tip a couple of one or well, there's one today. even Saturday, isn't there? I've sort of I've, I've warmed you up. I'm like, my God, how does this get beat? But if you know, you're just gonna it'll go 200 meters and you'll put your head through a wall. We'll be back for a yeah uh, later the week. So make sure you check at uh, Bet TV or it'll come through on your email. Uh, that'll come out later today I'll when Tristan what, posts up the market. But you know, all the new bookies in that the totes got a fair workout there at Caulfield on Saturday with I wish I win and Mahomnik and a few others that were just absolutely smashing the betting. I wish I win started 250. I think. On a few of the totes, like steamers, weren't they? Just proper, absolutely proper steamers. Proper steamers. Western Empire was very well backed in the Memsey. Passive aggressive was like steamed late on Betfair, like absolutely off the map. It, it was crazy the money for it, like wasn't it? It was, it was like, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell you what, Clint Hutchison must be oh money back. Another one yesterday. Uh, he filmed like his honkers. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. But it, the the studio fee for the little birdie, <laughs> the Hutchie's Honkers show, it's just got it's just gone up. I'm just gonna have to put whack twenty percent pock tax on it. Poor old Hutchie's. No, I'll tell you what, what a sting that is. Twenty twenty one twenty three dollars into four dollars or five dollars. Mm. And one, hey, one like that was value. Casper founds Hutchie, Nick Ryan. Wow, that's how you do it. Be shin, mate. Be shin. Yeah. What a ride. Just. Just went through a brick wall, didn't it? Beautiful. Had five rides Saturday. One of them was Lincoln Square, who jumped out awful and did nothing. The other four ran a place, and most of them, they were all six dollars plus. Most of them double figures, yeah. and still mm. wrote a double. I just, I just noticed. I just twigged with his when he's coming to the bush riding a couple of. He just owned uh, a sale the other day or something. He went there for gay and whatnot, and he just dead set, just so well ridden. Some of them, so well ridden. I don't think he's made a decision yet if he's staying or going back to oh, Sydney or anything. He? But he, sh- no, for the punters in Victoria, he should definitely stay. Absolutely. Big chance he's staying, I think. All right. uh, Make sure you get an account with uh, Top Sport this weekend. Uh, They've got best of best top flock and odds to win 5,000 on all the group ones. So it's a one-stop betting shop if you're a serious punter. Uh, It's just better to support local owned bookies. The Aussies, so get around topsport.com.au. They help us uh, get on and support the show. Mooney Valley this week, rail true, Nico. Uh, What track conditions are you expecting before we uh, slip into the fee and stakes? Uh, On pace, I think you want to be on Saturday. And maybe a soft five, six, Uh, good four? I would say if I had to bet, I'd probably say it's going to be a five, but (laughs) hard to know with Melbourne. Beautiful. Fee and stakes, 1,600-metre race. Mr. Brightside's open up favourite here, $2. Earlswood, 3.90. Inspirational Girl, 5. Spanish Mission, 8. Forgot you, 14.34 sound. No replace here, but uh, Mr. Brightside was really good. And uh, PB Lawrence, can anything beat him? And Earlswood's an interesting runner, actually. I think its uh, first ever start was 20 into $16 for memory one and then put away. Did it have an issue or something? Yeah, I think he, he may have had an issue come that. I think they were going for the Australian Cup or a race like that, and then they sort of put him away. And um, Gee, he looks kind of short here at 390, but he's a he's a horse that has a lot of good world-class form. I think he ran fourth in an arc or something like that overseas, so um, a big race over there. Look, Mr. Brightside, he looks hard to beat, doesn't he? Sort of $2. I think he'll probably lead this race. Um, I would say the only... The only threat of him getting beat is if Willow goes too slow or something like that. It's happened in the past. Just small fields, they're just – I don't know how you feel with small fields and short price favourites, DK, but uh, it just seems to be <laughs> stuff can go wrong when you just don't uh, think uh, it can. You're right. It's because of the, te- the tactics and the tempos and things. Like, they're just not – they're different ball games, different race shape or whatever you want to call it, circumstances, whatever. Then uh, They'd much rather a big field, or like the you know, where you can get, put it in the 1-1 and, you know, nice genuine tempo and all that. So, um, he's got a – 
Yeah, he might have to make a decision there because I don't know if Earlswood will roll up and unless they're crawling, and he won't want them to crawl Craig. Well, he crawled in the blamey, and they, they went very slow. They went like ten below to the six hundred. Learn his lesson. An inspirational girl beat him, so she's in the race here. She's first up, like she's unbeaten. Second up, she'll second up in the blamey. So first up's probably not her go, but she showed she probably has a better turn of foot than him. So but, so might have trained that out a very well. See, they're trying to stretch her out to the Cox uh, Caulfield, Caulfield Cup. Cup. So twenty four hundred, she mightn't be as sharp. At a, at a mile first. Day. Yeah, I think yeah, I couldn't knock anyone wearing a pile into Mr. Brightside at two dollars, saying they marked him at double sixty or something like that, because I can I can see that angle and I could I could see a planet where he gets beat just because nothing might right. go his way and it's a weird small race. That's I, right. I'm, yeah, very, the, I'm very grey, very grey. Well, yeah, and the only knock, say if there is a knock, was that he wasn't that impressive first up. Yeah, like he only just beat I Superman, Superman things like that. But the thing was, you 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 said from the yard, oh, he was only like eighty percent fit. He was vulnerable. Yeah. So he's done a good job to get away with it, you're saying, and um, so he can, you know, it's sort of a bit of a bonus win that was. Forgot you, the trial behind Passive Aggressive. I know she's failed, but uh, he's been scratched a couple of times. Any mail from Aussie or has this horse a knockout at $14? No, it's one of my old horses, forgot you. I was kicking up for it through that uh, through the autumn, but no, I'm, I'm, I'll have a six-month, uh, unfortunately, six-month hiatus from... Aussie, Aussie at the moment because maybe I'm, you got to start like a cricket team or something. Well, we've got for the us. cricket. I don't know if we bring bring him down to the cricket, but we've, cricket starts next week, doesn't? Don't don't make around. Like footy's over and straight into cricket training starts next week. But um, yeah, so no, no. But uh, look, he'll, I, you know, they're full first up. Like that's all. He's he, he, preparing for races down the track where you have got Mister Brightside who's. He did something big odds, $13. Like, he, there seems a lot of intent here because this is like golden ticket into the Cox Plate, which is kind of astonishing given the field. But um, they've set him for this race. They said, we want to win the Fiend again into the Cox Plate. Yeah, he missed the first up run because they thought it was going to be too wet. Had a real good jump out. Well, had a good trial behind Passive Aggressive, then a real searching jump out the other day at Cranbourne where he went by sort of four or five, I think, and and led them up. So I think he's, he's probably the other horse here with a lot of intent to win this race with Mr. Brightside. The rest are just... The rest are first up, pretty much. Like I know, Miss, I know, I forgot you first up, but um, they've said the fee is a good kickoff, and we we want the golden ticket in. So uh, it, yeah, and it just hasn't like it's half a million dollar group two with the golden ticket and the million dollar bonus if you can win the fee and the Cox Plate, and it's got six runners. And um, so you know, Michael Brown was talking on the radio. Scoot's favourite player was talking on the radio on the way in uh, about you know the, the issues with the race and where it's placed at the moment and the glut of similar races. So. Um, but it is disappointing they didn't get uh, a stronger field. It's no surprise. The, the race is just the wrong time of year, <clears throat> completely wrong options. spot. Yeah. And too many options. And there's too many options, yeah. and it's just everywhere is just a wash with prize money. So, all right, let's keep uh, cracking in here. Race eight is the next one that we're going to have a look at. The uh, Atlantic Jewel. Skip over the McEwen. I think uh, Donnie's best has uh, found a horse in there. But the Drummer Golf Handicap. Uh, Uncle Bryn's favourite here. Two dollars thirty-five. Military expert. 380 Mayfair Spirit 750 Nerve not Verve uh 15 dollars and Sosibon 15 dollars shot Irish uh, 16 Nico the uh, the replay we're going to have a look at here is yeah this was uh, first up at Caulfield last start I thought this was a a fighting win from Military Expert just sort of sat outside the leader 
Um, I think crucially to his chances on Saturday and this day as the winkers went on, and it just seems like he's got a bit more sort of fighting qualities when this went on. Um, good form out of this race. Al Rocco's run second out of it since, so risque the horse in the black cap down the outside. He ran well in the BM78 behind Mohamnik as well. I thought he was uh, every chance to get beat here, and he's kind of lifted back off the canvas. Um, for the two is the second fastest of the race. Not two to the post is the ninth fastest. I think he kind of won that on a bit of willpower just getting past the other horse. I think the Winkers has really sort of switched him on. He tried really well leading to this prep, and then the Winkers going on there, Jamie Carstick's, um, he won second up over 1,500 metres last prep. If this was 1,500, I'd be pretty keen on him. A mile really brings he's our, um, brings the second pick, Uncle Brin, into the game. I think there's only two chances, but with the, the big map advantage, dropping four kilos in the weights, being second up, all those kind of things, I think there's a, a few ticks in military experts' corner, and this track could be a bit leaderish, um, or at least on speed. I think Sosi Bond will probably lead him. I think he's probably outside lead military expert here. Um, should get every possible chance, and uh, he's not the most genuine horse. Um, he's had his he's had his um, doubts throughout his career, but I think he finds a pretty good setup here to go two for two. I'm team team Annabelle on Sunday. I found two of her, so hopefully she's having a big day with with Zaki back and all those things. Um, so yeah, I think he finds a, a really good setup there. Like I said, fifteen hundred, I'd be pretty confident that he could just hold off Uncle Bryn. The end of a mile, I think it's going to get close, but um, I thought he probably should be favourite. I found this horse uh, late in the last sort of 20 minutes, three trials and ready to go first up. you have any opinion here, Walt? Military? Mm. Yeah, a bit a bit, bit like. Wary about 1,600 maybe? Yeah, and I just, he's a bit, he needs everything to go his way. Mm. And then even then, some days he just doesn't. He's not the same horse. He's a bit <laughs> of a the PR funky horse. Start, just doesn't turn but I think he'll get the PR again. So that's why I'm sort of backing him in. He, he does seem like he needs that run to win, but I think it's going to happen again. Yeah, he ran well on the mm, Lawrence. And Uncle Burn um, or Bryn sort of got back and hit the line. He was a fresh blood there, and they sort of backed him into $8. I, I'm not sort of trusting that SP too much. I think it was a bit wrong in hindsight. Um, I think they were just sort of looking for something outside the obvious to back there. Um, look, he ran well, but I'm questioning the form. The figures out of it aren't great. Um, like I said, Mr. Brightside was pretty underdone, and apart from that, there, there wasn't it wasn't much of a race. So um, he's going to be giving military expert a head start. I think the, the mile brings him right into play, but... Um, I think military expert with the tactical advantage in a, in a what could be a very tactical race. Um, I, I'm happy to side with him at nearly four dollars. Just reverse to uh, race six is the Atlantic Jewel, and I'm loving you here over 1200 meters. His favourite four dollars into three sixty, a little bit luckless last start. Uh, Troach six dollars, Lady Laguna six fifty, Boogie Dancer seven dollars, Nanagui is eleven, Revolutionary Miss eleven, Clarity seventeen dollars, and then you got Varvia eighteen. Portray is 19 and you got denied at 21 and better better the rest, much better the rest. I think uh, the replay we're going to have a look at here in the horse that uh, Nico's identified here is Lady Lagoon, as he said, Annabelle Neesham. You can see uh, I'm loving you back in the uh, the pink with the purple cap as well. But Nico, take us away, OTI colours. Yeah, I think this. when you look at this race and you watch this replay, you look who sort of comes from behind her, bound for home, oh hi, flash at her, I'm loving you. You know, it had, was a bit unlucky, but they all sort of had very economical runs in behind the speed. Um, Lady Laguna was the only on-speed horse to really kick on. They went sort of, she went seven and a half lengths above to the 600, when I'm loving you, only gone four and a half. So she's done a lot more work in that early part of the race, and they've still pretty much crossed the line together um, with a big sort of... Um, thing on Saturday that it could just be a massive advantage to be on speed. She's going to be there again outside lead, I'd imagine, Lady Laguna sits. I thought the first up run was very credible while she's the best of the on paces. 
Uh, definitely tick 1,200 getting for Armlovania. That's probably, you know, one thing that's in her corner that you can definitely give the tick to. But, you know, just given the runs they had there first up, I thought Lady Laguna was very good given the, the circumstances of the race. And I think 1,200 is going to suit her. You look back through her career form, like she kind of has the the A-grade Phillies form around Fireburn and she's extreme and she's even sort of makes, mixed it with the B-grade, you know, Paris Dior and um, Willinger Beast. So, she came down here. I think she's looking for the dry track. She's going to find that on Saturday, dry track than what she saw in the autumn in Sydney. Like she started 250 one day against Fireburn. The market's got to go on a pretty good level. I think everything will work out for her here. I've had a really good, really good crack at sort of eight dollars. Um, I reckon she starts clear favourite. Wouldn't even be shocked if she started favourite. So suggest backing her early. Uh, I think the only danger is I'm loving you if she's getting over the top of a slate. She's too good, but I think with the map advantage and all those things considered, later Laguna should be a lot shorter and uh, will be something that's hard to run down. I think you nailed that. I think it's just going to – it might be in a really sticky spot. Uh, I'm loving you. I, I couldn't back it if with anyone else but D-Lane sort of on it at the Valley, but I sort of trust him around that. I think Rooney you Valley could really circuit. like it's, uh, bet up later Laguna. You get in the price and you could probably save I'm loving you. I wouldn't be shocked if you got better on the day I'm loving you, closer to $4, so – um, I'd be making a good book now, Lady Laguna. I think she starts much shorter than eight. She's in a 650. I wouldn't be shocked if she started, you know, fives, even 450. I think the market really has a good look at her. No troach, no love for troach. My worry with troach is she's got all 1100 meter form. This is 1200. Yeah, 1200. So she's going to yep. be right there. We're going to have, we're going to have to get past troach on Lady Laguna because she'll lead. Um, but I'm backing her in over 1200 that she can do it. I, I thought she was well enough found given the, the no 1,200-metre form, but I think she run a good race. She'll probably be in the placings. But, um, yeah, that was probably my knock with her. She's out of the Rosebud, which is seeming like a hot form race. Yeah. If it had 1,200 yeah, I think form, Lady Laguna yeah, just might be a bit stronger than her late. So I'm happy betting up there at sort of 650. I think she's a place moral if you're that way inclined. But um, 650 looks a really good bet. Outstanding stuff. All right, if you want more of Nico's stuff, it's 25 bucks a week, and he covers Saturday and Wednesday metros, so he's your best bet through the Spring Carnival. Uh, let's have a look at uh, Sydney with you, Walt, on Saturday. I thought you were going to fall asleep there for a minute, Walt. I'm all right. You still with I'm us? Right. I'm just trying to uh, goose fly bar. Goose fly bar. Hey? It's got too much going on in my brain. What do we got here? Hey, well, what is it? Seven yeah. rail anyway. Uh, Randwick uh, race three here, and uh, the favourite is Jai Lee at uh, $4.60. Ruben Oki is $5.50, and then you get a horse like Duchy of Savoy, $6, and then Party for one, $9.50. Sneaky Page, $11, and then you've got Shahonka at uh, $13, and horses like Never Second at uh, the $14 mark. I've missed uh, Hoover Lucy, good name for a horse, $7.50. Oh, a couple of Hoover Lucies. And the uh, the replay we're going to have a look at here is uh, Ruben Oki uh, leading in the uh, the proven thoroughbred colours who are airborne. So key to this horse, I think, like the, obviously the inside was no good this day. I think he's a real sort of wide gate horse. And this day he drew two, had to kick up. You can see the two outside him. They didn't go super fast, but um, he's just a horse that sort of likes to get into his uh, sort of momentum and find his, his, his stride. And, and I think sort of the wide gate is the key to him on Saturday. Here, he's, the inside was absolutely cast. I uh, just um, this, this trainer's airborne. He, he does find a few jockeys that kills me, old Jay Pride. But his horses are flying, backing up seven days later. I got no problem with, and just a, a race by default. Like you've got probably Shahonka and Kalesin are the two other on speed horses. He should take care of them. You've got stalkers like Sneaky Page and and Duchy of Savoy's a bit bit like um, Nico was talking about Troach. It's just got to run strong eleven hundred. Happy to take it on. 
Let's Google. have let's have a look at the trial of Party for One. Let's let's yeah, kick let's this talk up about Party for One, my most hated it, horse. It's uh it's buried back on the fence. So same trainer. This horse has uh, just been unlucky for like two preps. Um, mm. Does go well fresh. Interesting, the blinkers off does scare me a little bit with this stable. It did peak with blinkers on last time in, but I just think he's it's so far down in grade here that it's still the scary horse. Reggie Bayless, as we're just talking about, so a, a, a jockey that scares the pants off you as well. And he's riding this one. I'd love this horse to find James McDonald one day. I think it could win a good race. But um, yeah, just it's it's the opposite. If they go too quick here, it's the closer for me and the classy closer. And I was just saying, I thought I found Hoover Lucy is a dangerous horse in the race. I thought it'd be twenty-five to one. It's only seven dollars. So um, yeah, I think Rubenocki's clearly the horse to run down, and and party for one's just the horse I don't want to beat me because I know how good she is and she's got everything against her she can probably have on Saturday, but she's still just better than these horses if everything goes to plan. Mm, guess a nice pilot too. Dylan Gibbons claiming through. A lot of people are saying that's just a luxury. Well, it is on these sorts of horses, and yeah. it, and I don't mind if he, he can go a bit quick if he does anything wrong, Dylan, and I don't mind if he goes a bit quick on this horse. It goes sort of back in trip, hard fit, up on speed, yeah, seven-metre rail. They probably should maybe get it matter. Um, yeah, I'd... I, it shouldn't be getting anything a track like it saw last week, that's for sure. Seven into five fifty already. Did you knock that price off? That wasn't me. No, that definitely wasn't me. I thought. Uh, I think they might have been bet set better than seven other places. It just sort of stands out from a map, and um, you know, there's a lot of positives for this horse in this race. Did you get the keys and you knock that price off? Absolutely not. No, because what, what time was it? it? I just worked out. I thought it was Y on Cup today because I clicked tomorrow at uh, on the on the uh, dynamic odds feed. But it was so it was after midnight. You don't I even know it. what day it is, do you? I, I, I literally don't. <laughs> I literally don't. This time of year, they all roll into one. Nice and sharp for spring. Yeah, I love it. Uh, poor old Walt. He, he dived here quickly because he had a Father's Day barbecue sausage sizzle this morning and left in tears and. But oh. then we weren't even ready, so it could have started fifteen minutes later. I've been I've been classified as a what is a problem gambler because eighty four <laughs> of my transactions in the Commonwealth are on betting accounts. Like I'm like eighty four. I think that's low. I thought it'd be higher. I tell you what, if we actually recorded the twenty minutes before oh. we actually turn the cameras on up here at the Gold Coast, it would make the best TV, and the, the show would be probably off, and we'd all be cancelled, and oh. it'd be done and dusted. But I tell you what, it'd be more entertaining than the show. I just well, you just you just wonder. And I just I, want to put a camera every on you time and the phone rings. My poor missus, she's like, oh, Jesus she can Christ. hear me. She comes up, what's happened this time? Oh, Jesus, he can Christ. find trouble, our mate Walt. Anyway, paddle on next. Imagine if you drank, how much Ooh. trouble you'd find then. Race eight, the Chelmsford Stakes here. It's a cracker, this one. The 1600 meter race is a glaring omission and scratching. It's profondo. Not sure what Richard Litt's thinking here, but um, had this race race absolutely cold. But uh, decided to go the other way. So we can talk about that a little bit later. But Surefire's a favorite here $3.60, Monophilia $4.40, Moanga $5.50. Benno, who DK uh, was been spruiking, might have had a little bet here in a group two. 13 into 9.50, Numerian. My horse, oh, God, I spent this horse at big, big odds and then it just put two together at decent uh, prices. Oh, Gosford Eagle Farm just absolutely makes me sick. And then you've got a horse like Stockman, $16 night to order, who uh, is a bit of a nightmare horse for you there, Well, $18 and Allegra on $21. Crystal Pegasus, who had that uh, picket fence down in Melbourne, $21 and then No Compromise, another one of ours. Feels like we've backed all these horses and uh, they've given us Nightmares on various occasions. And then you got Entente, Cucaracha, uh, and better the rest at sort of $34 sort of onwards. But, uh, Walt, I'll tell you what, Surefire, you put the Waller cap back well, on. This I'm is recipe. To tip it, but this is I'm recipe for it. Is that what I'm doing? I'm refusing to take 
responsibility for it if it loses. So who are you going to blame? Mug punter. Yeah. So this is a mug punter tip. Everything against Surefire here. Uh, they did they did run along a little bit, but first up, unsuitable trip on paper, and it just like I think it ran second fastest last two hundred of the day. Like it was up there in the last eight six four twos, which this horse shouldn't do. First up, on like profile wise, I think it was first up two thousand last time in second up twenty four hundred. So whether they've worked out this horse, maybe you know two thousand might see him out, or who knows. But um, you know the typical Waller horse that goes like a genuine rocket there. It's not ideally placed here like um handicap wise and that was obviously you know an easier race but the way it went there the the horses that it's up against here in the stages there are the preparation mawunga obviously I, I don't know what you do with its run the other day um monophilia first up i thought it only trialed okay and she's definitely not you know worried about this race um if if he bangs surefire into the first four or five from the wide draw i i fail to see how he doesn't run extremely well benno well, you either the line through Benno, you either take the same line as DK, like what the hell is that form? But Benno and Stockman both went like rockets there. Benno is the only horse that made that sort of ground on the inside basically all day. So no matter how you see it, it went like a rocket, but now it gets Willie Pike and I'm dead set, mate. If there's a bloke more gone than me, it's Willie Pike. Yeah, it's Willie Pike. So, um, mate, number 18 in the world. Jockey. What the? What the heck? He's, he's not he dead set, not number 18 if he went to Newcastle on a Saturday. <laughs> Anyhow, um, he'll probably win now. But, yeah, I, Surefire just has to run well. But it won't. You know it won't, but it has to. <laughs> Benno, Benno was, the, I guess, the eye catcher first up. And DK's got a little mini horn for it. But I'm a little bit worried about this horse. Is his grand final day, what are they thinking, a Cox Plate? Are they thinking a Caulfield Cup? I worry that he might just come off a bit second up here. He will. He will. Oh, yeah, he has to, and that's it. And 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 I'm not having a go at Willie again, but he's not. He needs a right, like he needs a, a strong rider, and he needs to be put into a race to win this sort of race. So mm. you got James versus Willie. You know, it's not. It's not a fair fight. Yeah. Well, you know, Walt knows more about it than me, but I'd say more. Maybe Benno's no star. I'd, I'd say more than knocks on Animo. You know, he was given a windburn there. Uh, Quite possibly, uh, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so. The, the jury's out on that race first up. Everyone still wants to tell you Animo's moral, moral, moral all the time. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens next time. But The, the thing is that the, where he was in the track, and that's it. Like, no matter how you look at it, his run mm. was excellent, Benno. Yeah. Uh, whether the race was shit or not, yeah, the run was for excellent. Sure. For sure. Mm. So, um, Nico? Gray in the wet. Isn't he a grey in the wet? Isn't he oh, grey in the wet? I don't think it'll it's be that wet. Oh, it's not going to be that wet. All right. Oh, it's a soft, was it soft seven at the moment? It's going to dry out. Yeah, I think uh, I, I sort of chimed into Surefire in the Sydney Cup from memory, and he was like had some he's coming out some like real fast on races last reps, run some big figures, run a big figure first up um, on a lot of different sort of ratings. I mean, I mean Dan O was giving him a good spruik after his uh, first up win there. He's second favorite for the Caulfield Cup, this horse. I think that's that's something that hasn't really been talked about too much. He's into fifteen dollars. Um, Futures, you don't, don't get us started on futures, Nico. We didn't even get there last week. We should so, have. Oh, we put on the rundown for next week's uh, scoop. Futures, but uh, yeah, there's there's <laughs> been a few that have had a look. He's been fifties <laughs> into fifteen, so um, that would have taken fifty dollars. I first did that. Remember that win? It was insane. Like it, it was, he just about butchered it. They went hundred and it come wide and just mowed him down. I think that was two thousand, yep. and then it's run second up was enormous twenty four hundred. I just yeah, like what what do you make of? You know, four, what was that? Fourteen hundred the other day, fifteen. Now six. It just seems Maybe he's like just a good horse. Like he's had, yeah, four runs in Australia here for what? 
well, two wins, probably should have been three, and a and a brutal Sydney Cup that probably saw the end of him third up. Like he, they mm. just might be a good horse. Yeah, that's it. Like he's he, the way he went there the other day. I'm not saying he can't win any race. Caulfield Cup, Fox Plate, whatever. Well, love you want. a good good horse. Yeah. Love a good horse. Yeah, good tough horse. Hard to beat. Used to be video. Futures. Used to be video comment back in the Mark Reed days. But there's no H. No H. So it was good. O R S E. Good horse. Good horse. You know, it didn't, not many got it, but uh, when someone put that in there, good horse, especially if it was a maiden or something, shit. It's a good day up there in I Sydney, think that day. <laughs> Furious, the tramway, um, plenty of good races. So, uh, punters better get their, their teeth stuck into the form. There's plenty of angles there. Tell you what, imagine how many futures bets would have gone uh, awry with Uncommon James. Like, lots of people just smacking him in the Sir Rupert Clark and... Why? Well, he's 50s into $5. Oh, yeah, but what is that? Is that actually a bet? <laughs> oh, tip Has anyone right. placed a bet? <laughs> That's right. Oh, exactly. Far out. Yes, we haven't got to. We, there was a, we didn't get there last week with the uh, was the, deduct, the uh, futures. What's what's the solution? MBLs on futures? Oh, who knows? But we have to. Mark it up, bet. something hasn't been spoken. But even then, that doesn't solve it, does it? Like, you can't really get on. You get on to win 2004 months out. What's the point? Mm. Like, you know, that used to be a good fund to couple a few up, get them going for 50, 100,000, like life-changing result <laughs> or 50 bucks, and you can't do it. Like, ma- ma- maybe that's the solution, that if the market percentage is over 150%, you have to, you have to bet triple. Well, even that, it's just like they just they don't want it. Anything that they you can hurt people at, you're gone. It's cast aside. It's not. Stop part of it. They're not bookmakers. Just don't stop calling yeah, them right. bookmakers. One hundred percent. They're poker machines. Stop calling them bookmakers. Okay, we'll, we'll go the to race nine. The, at, uh, the rest of them are poker machines. True, and then race one, and they, 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 them bowing out shows that bookmakers are not welcome. Then, well, they're not. It's, it's they're taxed out. They can't be bookmakers, even if they want to be. Mm. Race nine at Randwick is a twelve hundred meter benchmark seventy eight. It's a beautiful little race here. Silent impacts the favourite, a horse that uh, Walt tipped up successfully on this show. Four dollars twenty. Starman six fifty. Arbitration eight dollars. Zarastro eight dollars. Hell I am uh, eight fifty. I love the name of that. Sevenac thirteen dollars. Larkspur fourteen dollars. And Piney River fourteen. And then uh, Geo's fifteen and twenty dollars or better. The rest, including uh, War Eternal. And uh, the horse that we're going to have a look at, we're going to have a look at two. This is Sebenak in the lime, and he's uh, way out in the back, and it's pretty ugly scenes here. Just just had a bit of a look around. It definitely wasn't the right place out wide here, so as opposed to the other replay we just saw where the fence was cast, now we're down the outside cast. So uh, what was that Miss Hellfire there ran quite well yesterday? I think like it was only Wednesday for him in Sydney, but that Joe Roots that beat it yesterday is a rocket. Um, this Sebenak just sort of had a look around for me. He got quite keen early, dragged out of the race, and then just sort of came down the outside. He's he's a bit jury out, um, but the big drop in grade, a race where it looks like there's just untold possible pressure uh, and, and horses that are vulnerable first up. I just thought it was worth uh, taking the risk on this horse to mm. Ramwick. Kaboo was dominant uh, on the weekend, absolutely donkey licked him and uh, yeah. and then he's since gone and missed, so that's another one for the Futures uh, Scrap Heap. Futures but, uh, Battlers. Yeah. War Eternal's the other trial that we're going to have a look at here and uh, Nico mentioned uh, the Z-word Zaki and uh, War Eternal's on his outside here and he's a little bit more hard-ridden or clearly yeah, uh, than, uh, than Zaki. I think this, pu- this he beats first part's really important though, that mm. he just showed really on the bunny toe and no blinkers. Uh, I think he's not a blinkers horse. I don't think he stays. I don't think 1,200 metres ideal for him, but uh, Bjorni Bjorni at the start of uh, uh, these sort of spring carnivals, he likes to try and knock as many races over as he can. And, and the intent that he shows here in this trial to sort of give Zaki a run for his money, they do run decent time. Um, 
Yeah, I thought, what is he, 20 to 1 or something? Mm, crazy. Big price. Like, uh, I think that's a, a silly price for a very good horse. If you say that he's, you know, a 1,400-metre miler, then he profiles really well for this race first up over 1,200. He's got 61.5, which is not ideal, but we're talking about taking $21 about a horse here who's at least shown that he's come back. Yeah, what is, what's, what's the horse on the inside? Even money in a, in a group two or, or something, or group one, is it? Group one or something? Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm not. The trial's not the most important thing for. Uh, I just think this horse is a very underrated horse that was maybe set for the wrong races last prep and shown that he's come back in good order and we're getting 21 about him in an, in an open race. Silent impact, not ready. Uh, I just thought his second trial was really average, and I just you, when you're talking about horses getting to different levels, I think he's got kind of closer to his ceiling than than horses like Sebenak and and War Eternal are. And there's a lot of I actually. I think Larkspur runs in a couple of places. It's in Wyong today, which is not today. It's tomorrow, just in case you're checking, because it's not Friday, it's Thursday. <laughs> um, I, I want. I thought it went really well up the inside the same day that Benno did, but um, just, you know, it's going to find a, a pretty ordinary spot here. Most of them I can poke holes in their form or, you know, there's a few Wallace scary horses there. They're in every race, aren't they? Starman, Zerastro, uh, Geo. They're all first up and they all look like they're um, – they don't have the upside that Sebenak and War Eternal have to me. He's one of your horse horses, uh, Nico. Sebenak, have you got mm. any opinion on this race? Yeah, we, we caught him. I think the only the only win he had. I think we caught him on debut. Um, he's in in Melbourne as well, which uh, which will hurt Walt. But um, he was a really good run there, and the the Rosebud Caboose won out of it. Sweet Ride won out of it. Spacewalk ran really well. Miss Hellfire ran well yesterday, so it's it's a good form race. He was the quickest late. He was the quickest last two hundred, tenth fastest last two hundred of the day. So. A lot of ticks in his favour. I think you come to Melbourne, he's a he's a rock solid chance at around sort of seven dollars. But um, yeah, you could you could definitely have a good look at him. There's a few sort of chinky chinky horses here, isn't there? Like Silent Impact goes well. I'd be surprised if Sarastro ever won another race. Starman's a bit sort of chinky, isn't he? So um, it's a it's a bit up for grabs. And he's a progressive horse. Like he ran, did run in a he ran fourth in a Blue Diamond, and then he ran in a Slipper, and now he's thirteen dollars in a BM eighty four. Like I know it's not grouse form a lot of the time, but it can't be that bad, surely. So um. Like yeah. You look at it, it's, an, it's, it's it's not something you want to have your last on, but it's an auto bet. It's a horse you with talent at double figures. Upside, yeah, mm. talent and improvement in the tank. And they're going to go quick. And, then, like, I don't mind a wide draw at Ramwick. I'd rather, much rather him draw wide than one, you know. It's, um, yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a bit of an auto bet. Having a look at uh, the English plate down at Mooney Valley too, I'd rather him spin around up in Sydney. You've got Charlemagne, who goes pretty good around the valley, and then you've got Mullane, who was scintillating. Uh, oh, and then Sebenak's going well, to get, get back from Barrier 4. You're going to be well, in the ruck like as DK they, calls I think it. if they send it round in Sydney, this is definitely not its target. No. But it looks like a race where they'd love to build his confidence towards yeah. whatever Kill. next start is. And even if they send him to Melbourne, that's not his target. It's next start in Sydney. I was just going to say, yeah, but there's a couple of, could you, yeah, anyway, but there's a couple of chinks. Charlemagne's a query 1,200. Malone's going to have to go back behind Sebenak. So it didn't shape poor. I didn't think it shaped too poorly for him that, um, that race in Melbourne. So it'd be no, interesting um, to see where they go. Trav was tipping him. He was keen in Melbourne. Was he? So, yep. yeah. On both states and just hang on for dear life. But uh, definitely a big price. Looks 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 big odds at uh, severe dropping class. All right, if you want uh, any more of Walt's action, it's racingwatch.com.au and then you join the Discord channel. And I tell you what, hang on for dear life because there's action aplenty. They'll be betting on the live golf this week. They'll be finding rorts left, right and centre. The darts, the darts. Uh, it's all there. If you're not in his Discord... You're costing yourself loot. Darts Rort's got up two out of the three legs here in Australia. The Darts Rort was anyone who plays. You back the Australian to go the furthest in the tournament, whoever plays the girl. Um, what's her name? Can't remember. Fallon Sherrick. 
and and two out of the three legs. They they got no idea. Twenty to one, two out of three weeks. It's 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 lob the darts rort. Go the darts rort. So it's barely English. I I need a translator for that. I, I got no idea. But if you want action, as I said, it's just uh, it's not limited to racing. There's sport. There's rugby league. There's commentary on the rugby league. Crypto. Buddy, what's his name gets knocked out on Friday night. Radley. There's buddy people that are diagnosing what he's happened. How long is he out for? This that the other. Tell you what, if you hate your missus, jump in a Discord of Waltz and you just you'll be addicted to it. You'll sit there and you'll be betting all this stuff and it's a good bunch of blokes. Arnie Julie's dog mail. Do we, do we get the Wednesday <laughs> sand down lay of the days in there? Walt well, too they in there as well. Yeah, we get them all, mate. We get everything. You get everything. <laughs> it's, and then, it's, yeah, I, I know, you just it's 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 a burger with I love a lot. It when people go head to head too, it's the best. It's just yeah, you, you never shorten of an opinion in there. That's the best part. Yeah, it's 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 got it all. So it's very entertaining in the chat room. So racingwatch.com.au, it's worth uh, the admission fee. Let's uh, hear from our old mate Donny. G'day team. Donny here with Donny's best for this weekend's racing. We're going down to Mooney Valley again for the Group Two McEwen. I think there's a Queenslander that's underestimated again. Zoo style. For Damien Oliver, it's $7 currently. It's a 1,000 metre absolute speed machine. It's 1,000 metre specialist. It's going to lead. There's a lot of talk this week about how the Mooney Valley surface is going to favour the on-paces. This thing should lead easily. It's going to be extremely hard to catch. The trial leading in was brilliant. Damien Oliver's on board, $7. I think it's a decent bet. So that's uh, Mooney Valley Race 5, Zoo style for the Queenslanders. And then we've got a sneaky one at Wyong on Friday in race four. The horse is Transformation. This used to be a James Cummings trained horse and it's since been transferred to the country. It's two trials leading in was sensational. It's first up run, it was thrown in the deep end. It, they took it into Rose Hill in a hot race. It got beat by Shades of Rose by about seven lengths. The format of that race is really good. There's been three winners since. They are Shades of Rose has won twice again, Sneaky Page and Twilight Affair. They've all come out of that race and won. And he got held up. He had Reese Jones on that day. Hugh Bowman jumps on on Friday. At $14, you have to be on each way. So that's race four, number four at Wyong Transformation on Friday. And Mooney Valley on Saturday, we got race five, number four, Zoo Style. Good luck, boys. Outstanding stuff. And just shows how versatile the Don is. Mooney Valley, Wyong. You see him in Brisbane. He'll just pop up anywhere. And it's an interesting one, uh, the McEwen. Uh, he's just gone for uh, zoo style there with D Oliver Golan, the Brisbane Raider straight to the front. Uh, Nico hinted that it might be just uh, Leaders Paradise, which it normally is down there. Nico, uh, just on that one first, Cool and Gatter's trial and uh, that race in particular. Yeah, Cool and Gatter jumped out. Well, like nearly too good. Like you know, when they got like that DK, it's mm-hmm. just nearly too good to be true. How well she looks to be going. Um, I'm always wary of the big sort of trial winners. Zoo style is another that. Won a trial absolutely effortlessly. So, um, it wasn't Mar Eustace, I, you know, I would be a bit more, but they try and look after him a bit. If it was Trent or something, and so you know, yeah, they might have left it all out there, but you know, so, um, it's, it's a little fascinating race. We're actually talking about it off air, part of the show that probably should be the show, but isn't the show like we we're talking about before. But, um, in the Congo, it's kind of got a tough map, like if he wants to cross. Sort of zoo style and be right up there. Similian's going to be. It's going to be on for that. It's going to be on early. Annoying to both of them. Like he's got the blinkers on, back to the thousand, got 52 kilos. And then Cool and Gatter's kind of just a stalker, probably just lurking. I don't think anything else is really in the race. They're going to probably. Away game's probably the other lurker that's right there. So, um. Zoo style probably has the best chance to get a, like to, to be the one to get away with it. Like if they don't sort of take him on too much and he can get to the lead and Ollie kind of owns the race, um, it's probably going to be in favour to be doing that on the day. So 
I can I can see why. Like the recent trial and a, a few things hearing from the camp sounds like he's back to somewhere near his best. And if he's at that, um, he's run figures before in his career, which we clearly see him winning a, a group two around the valley. So um, just, they put up the favor. They put up the favor very short though, didn't they? Yeah, she's two twenty. That was a theme of the day. Then I don't know if this is the you know new way with the new taxes taxes or everything, where everything is going up even shorter again. I mean, Charlemagne's gone up short. There's other things, um, you know. They just put them up, put them up, you know, as short as we can. You know, that's that's the theme of the theme of the well, day. All there. those races, they get they get hit around a bit, like all in on Monday, and that shapes the market. So that knocks them in and say they go up. Well, they went up three fifty, Mister Brightside, in the Fian, all in. Now he's two. He's been two dollars pretty much ever since. Then he goes up two dollars come race day. So they've kind of already know. What the punters want to back before the acceptances fishing, are even fishing yeah. again, the fishing yeah. expedition for little risk. So it's um it's pretty easy going at the moment for him, isn't it? Mm, well, they just I, I couldn't they take a two dollars twenty. Uh, yeah, I know. it's it's all about the favourite, isn't it? I don't know what the hell you do with it. It's a nightmare of a race for me. You could back Zeus Tile because it's seven dollars and it, it could mm. find the front and whatever, but the favourite just could do anything. I don't know. Scary. Mm. I think DK nails it. Look, that camp just. Terrifies, terrifies you. So it nearly becomes just a no-bet race for me. Yeah, I couldn't back in the Congo to beat it, which then you go, oh, the favourite, you know, I understand why it's so short. Zoo style, just, yeah, the well, draw you, and you'd everything. you know in the Congo like, better than anyone. A thousand, first go at a thousand, two in the Congo. It doesn't make sense to me. It seems like a barrier trial for me. Mm. Um, it's just, yeah, I, I, it'll start double figures shortly. Yep. Um, but what you do with Cool and Gatter, um, I don't fire, know. What do you do and it here? was an ugly two-year-old. Like, it was a, a horse that could, had massive um, physical maturity possibilities and i yeah if it's like if nico went saw it that day and went different horse who knows what it's going to do hmm. i won't even ask you about wyong race four number four transformation because you don't even know what day it is well i did look at wyong because i thought it was today but um <laughs> uh, it's not a great betting track it is probably one of the worst betting tracks in this meeting especially because you get big fields it's mm. such a little dogleggy, momentum laney track that I find it extremely difficult to bet it Wyong with confidence. And I, and I, yeah, yeah. What, what's what's J Mac going to speaking of Wyong? What's J Mac going to do on Catalan from bar- Barrier Sixteen in the Motor Lisa? That's Seventeen what I mean. in the Motor Lisa. That's what I mean. You just got. It's just not a track that's built for sixteen runners around it, and you know, inside goes off, and, and you've got to be there on the turn, and what it's just you got to ride them ugly to win. Josh rides the place really well because he's just not afraid. He's done it for so long. You know, you know how to ride the track. Doesn't matter how ugly it looks. You just got to be there and wide. And so mm. it's just, it's just a nightmare. Can't wait. Does that, that build tomorrow. your confidence? <laughs> so good. Just, I don't know. I'd rather just have a, sh- a little peanut on transformation. Donny might have found it. He's knocked the price off seventeen and a twelve. Right, why on race uh, four number four on Friday? So here's the uh, the top sports steam this week and uh, race three number one Rubenocchi six hundred. It's uh, seven dollars. So. Uh, Tristan has uh, copped a pretty cheap tip there. If uh, Walt's tipping this horse, it'll uh, just keep going off, and if it's going to find the front, it'll uh, be one-way traffic, that is for sure. The next one is race one, number nine, Optimo, 500 at $15. For memory, Walt, this is not a bad uh, run last start, Optimo. Yeah, so that one I'll let you – it goes Nashra Willow. It was Sleepy Nash to Kohara Gate 15. Um, how do you line that up over 1,000 metres or whatever? It was 1,100, I think, Saturday. How do, you, how do you line that one up? Oh, scary. I think it's missing a zero. <laughs> scary. Mm. you got Opal Ridge and Participator it's who a are much, both – Yeah, it's, both, a, it's a good race too. Yeah, they look um, – it, it probably will give them 36.8 length start at the furlong. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Kathy would be asleep on it, I would have thought. Race six, number five, Willinga Beast 
is the uh, the next one here. Again, it takes on She's Extreme and in secret and finds a really hot field there. It, the thing it has is uh, two buster trials before, so like gave it a couple of really good trials um, before the first up run. Found a little bit wanting there, like the right, but it did come from that inside section a little bit further back. Um, so like a slow run race where it had to get put into the race early in the wrong part and when it got exposed and looked like it was going to win, it probably just ran out of puff. So it's got the uh, the fitness edge over just about all of these horses, but like you say, uh, a lot of classy runners there can resuming. It was kind of the same setup as why I liked to gotcha though that day. Like it was a similar race where a lot of horses, but this race you've got She's Extreme, She's a Belter that are all milers. So then 1,200 for them first up is not going to be a problem. The race where Zugotcha got away with it, they're all, you know, 1,100-metre horses resuming at 12. So, um, yeah, it's a very tough race. That is it the Furious Stakes? Mm. Uh, Moody Valley Race 7, number 13. you got the Behemoth Killer. We love this horse. Calypso Rain, 400 at uh, $16. Finds a really, really different scenario and a hot race here. you got Corner Pocket, Prince of Boom, Rangers, one of yours, uh, it just seems like it's not going to be the theme of the day, sort of getting back and running on there. So, um, look, he's flying, Clipso Rain, uh, but I think it, you know, he was 15, 16s last start late, wasn't he? Or you got to 14s late last start. I think that was probably the day to be having your 400 on compared to Saturday. There's a few sizable bets there. I might early. be reinvesting winnings from the last one. Felicia <laughs> would give you a great run for your money there at around 30s in that race. thought she was probably one of the best value runners of the day. Um, I'd be happy to back her each way there. Good luck on the weekend for the punt. DK, uh, end of the month, everyone uh, resub and uh, get on board DK. And Nico, you're out there again at the Valley. Beautiful. Needs a car. So if anyone else has got a – if you've got a car for sale, just tweet at us and uh, we'll put you in touch with Nico. He might buy your car if you're looking to offload one or you've got too many. And what about you, Grumpy? Come along. Chip away. <laughs> try and work out what day it is. Try to get arrested. Go from there. Yeah, try to, yeah, whatever. Problem gambling. Just deal with that, whatever. Yeah, what can you do? Oh, Birthday week. How can you be a problem gambler? You're not allowed to gamble. So how can you be a problem gambler? <laughs> Holy heck. Anyway. We both- Happy birthday, DK. Happy yeah. birthday. Thanks, boys. Hope you get a winner this weekend. Hope so. Fingers crossed. See you, Nico. Thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. Follow at BetDoctorTV and uh, give us a subscribe in the YouTube channel and uh, get around us. You can put us on the smart TV and you can watch our ugly mugs talk about the races. How good's that? Open a top sport account and uh, get to a punting form if you want to take your betting to the next level. See you guys.